Hey everyone, welcome to a special bonus Locked On Lakers. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers are back at 500, score a huge win over Oklahoma City. That's next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked on Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, and very obviously sometimes on Saturdays. Uh, make us your first listen of every day. It's always going to be free. It's never going to be behind a paywall. Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to watch the show and celebrate, Andy, the return to 500 basketball for the Lakers. Uh, you know, you can laugh, you can cry, you can do whatever, but it's been a minute. It's been since last January was the last time. Uh, the Lakers were a 500 team January of 2022, not 2023, the one that we just had. To put this in perspective, the number one movie, the last time the Lakers were a 500 team, Spider Man No Way Home. Not like, look, I mean, sometimes when I mean, you nobody loves the the song that was number one, the movie that was number one kind of thing more than you, like as a, mm-hmm. as a framing device. And it's Spider-Man No Way Home is like not quite as distant as say like Purple Rain. <laughs> so, you know, no, but so guys, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a while. That movie has been, over, you know? it's been over a year since the last time they were, I'm, again, I'm not claiming that this is the first time since like, say the Kings made the playoffs. I'm just saying it's been a minute. Right. A 116 to 111 was the final score over Oklahoma City. A huge win in all sorts of ways for the playoff race uh, for the Lakers. They have now 37 and 37. They are in a tie with the Minnesota Timberwolves for the seven spot in the Western Conference. It was a very good night for the Lakers in the in in the uh, playoff race. Obviously, the Lakers beat the uh, the. Um, Pelicans, Thunder. I'm sorry, the uh, the Thunder, so they get a little space on them. Uh, the Mavericks lost to Charlotte at home, and now they are the 11 seed on the outside looking in. Utah lost. Um, Portland, for what that's worth, is lost, and they're pretty much cooked at this point. Dallas um, the lost that, the game, but yeah, they won the war because Mark Cuban made his point by wearing a shirt that said question authority. That's right. Uh, a me- that, a message being sent to the referees. The um, show. You know, if only uh, if Philadelphia had managed to beat Golden State in uh, up in San Francisco, that would have made a perfect night for the Lakers. Alas, it was not meant to be, but still pretty good, Andy. Lots of stuff to get into with this one. And um, I, I do want to start on a night where D'Angelo Russell and wasn't available. He had a hip injury, was downgraded to questionable about six hours before the game. That's never a good sign. And then downgraded to out before the game started. Uh, Obviously, no LeBron. And in these situations, we have spent a lot of time focusing on Anthony Davis and is he going to step up and play a, a huge game on a night where the Lakers need him to be excellent. And on Friday, he was excellent. 15 of 21 from the floor. Uh, 37 points, 15 rebounds. He had a steal. He altered any number of shots from the Thunder. Uh, this was a big-time performance from AD. 
Yeah, and it wasn't just the numbers, too. It was the tone. It was the aggression. It was the way he was just taking residence in the paint and just absolutely owning that space. I mean, th this, this was the type of everything that you look for from AD, not just in terms of how did he play, but what type of message he was looking to send while he was out on the court. And just from minute one of this game, we talked about how the, the, the win that the Lakers had on Wednesday against Phoenix, AD had that monster third quarter. But the first half, he was fine. He wasn't great. He wasn't awful. He was fine. And then really just did absolute damage in the third quarter. This was a game that from the beginning, maybe just recognizing the importance, recognizing no D'Lo, no LeBron, whatever, AD just said, I'm not effing around, man. Yep. I am not effing around. It was uh, a great performance. Look, it was. there were still moments where – you know, you feel like the Lakers struggled a little bit to figure out how, like, man, he's on a roll. How do we keep him, keep get him free, whatever? And you know, the the, the screen and roll sets are, are still not as effective as you would want them to be. But when AD had space, when he had a lane, when he had a you know a one on one matchup or whatever it might be, he took advantage of it aggressively. And then late in the game, um, as the Thunder really started to shade to him very heavily they, they moved they played a lot of zone in this game and then they started shading very heavily double triple teaming ad whenever he got you know quick passing whatever one of them leading to a critical lonnie walker three um down the stretch lonnie walker being somebody else we'll talk about before the show's done uh, but like this this was what you need from your star on a night where you're shorthanded and you know the lakers had to have it they got a lot of good performances from other players. It's not wasn't just AD by himself, but they cannot win this game um, if Anthony Davis isn't excellent. Not with those two guys missing. Not with a Thunder team that um, you know they lost on uh, Thursday to the Clippers, but had you know came into that game having won eight to ten. So you know they have played quite well. And when Shea uh, Gilgis Alexander is in the lineup, they win. And so, you know, this is a this is a good win for for the Lakers and and a big one for AD. Um, where Andy would you like to go next? Just because, man, alive, there were a, a, a bunch of really good and notable performances in this one. I would go to Lonnie Walker. Um, a because he had a terrific game: twenty points off the bench, seven of twelve from the field, four of eight from behind the arc, three steals, four rebounds, and played closing minutes. Like Lonnie Walker was on the floor for the last five minutes of this game among the other 24 minutes that he played. And, you know, Lonnie has been out of the rotation. He's really only been getting minutes in the post, you know, deadline world that the Lakers have been in when they've been missing a lot of guys. That's pretty much been it. And even sometimes then the minutes are sporadic or even non-existent. And Lonnie being on the floor in, you know, the, the tight closing minutes – Yes, it was a night where D'Lo wasn't available. Yes, it was a night where Troy Brown did not play particularly well. Malik Beasley had a decent first half, but I believe went scoreless in the second yeah, half. Like I believe the, so. So, you know, and Rui typically does not close games. So the, the options start becoming limited, but nonetheless, this was Darvin Ham extending trust to a player that had fallen out of favor. You know, I mean, Darvin talked about after the game, 
Lonnie's professionalism and that he clearly has stayed ready. And he said that sometimes guys lose minutes through no fault of their own. But in all honesty, Lonnie's defense and a lot of his focus, I think it waned after a really good start. You know, after they acquired mm-hmm. all these players, you and I both said it was pretty obvious the guy that was going to get squeezed was Lonnie. Like it, it didn't really yeah, seem to be a pretty clear. candidate. Um, kudos to him for really clearly staying focused and staying engaged with everything going on because Darvin said, and he's correct, they don't win this game. And, you know, everything you ever hear about him is that it's awesome to see him rewarded like this. Yeah. You know, I, I like to, you know, fans a lot of times will talk about, you know, rotations and this and that, like, and, you know, play a guy a little bit and, you know, see if he's doing well. If not, put this guy in, you know, who he, and go, like, that's not how this works. Like, you can't, you can't just like play the hot hand, like a guy misses three shots in a row and you take him out, put in another guy. It's like players, you need to have a rotation. You need to have some sort of cohesion or whatever. But there are some exceptions to that. And I think, you saw it on Friday. Like this was one of those games where you want to have a little bit of flex built into your lineup because he did play the hot hand. He kind of played, you know, two or three options. You mentioned Troy Brown, you mentioned um, uh, Malik Beasley and, and, and Walker kind of, those are the candidates for that, for that space. Cause you know, Reeves is going to play and, and obviously AD and, and, and Dennis Schroeder was quite hell good hell in the second half, you know, hell really good in the second half. You know, those guys are going to play. and But you do have a little bit of flexibility built into that last, you know, that last spot for the guy who is playing best. And Walker was the, I'm, yeah, Walker was the guy who was playing best on Friday. And, you know, play this game 10 times. Maybe he's the best player, three or four of them. I don't know. But it, it is good that Darvin stuck with him and and let that, kind of play out and so not that i wouldn't necessarily have expected differently but you know it wouldn't have been shocking to see him just go back to the original starting lineup with troy brown in it again it's a big extension of trust towards lonnie just he's been out of the rotation like putting a guy in that situation when they've been you know cold the last month i don't even mean like not playing well i mean like literally they're not used to being on the floor right that Definition that kind of cold. cold. Yeah, yeah, that kind I mean, of that, cold. That is Darvin, you know, going out on a limb and putting his neck out there. And Lonnie rewarded him for that. Like they, they both deserve a lot of praise for the way they handled that situation. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it, I think the difference was Walker defensively was, you know, pretty engaged and playing pretty yeah. well. He had three steals on the night. Steals aren't necessarily a great measure of defensive performance, but, you know, certainly was active, had his hands active and ready. And, you know, Walker, when he is shooting the ball well, if he's playing good defense or good enough, we talked about this a ton at the beginning of the year. It's you know when he when Walker was really performing at a high level offensively and looked like their third best player for the you know the first month or so of the season whatever it was. The issue isn't like is he a great defender? No, he's not. Is he good enough? And if he is and is shooting 
41% from three and putting the ball on the floor and getting to the rim and all that, then you can, you can, you can get by with, with good enough defense. It's when the shooting started to slip and the defense started to slip that he found himself on the bench and guys like Troy Brown have played well. And you don't trade for Malik Beasley without giving him an opportunity to go out and play and, and, and make himself comfortable and do what you traded him, you know, traded for. Uh, but, yeah, well, this is just, you're right. It was it was a good game, and it was a it was a good moment. It's nice to see guys who are the types of players that you root for. I mean, there's you know, it mm-hmm. seems like a really good kid. He's got a you know a a really difficult story. Um, you mm-hmm. know, if you go back and you read about Lonnie Walker, the things that he's been through over the course of his life, um, he's the kind of player that you root for. Um, I don't know. If, I don't see what happens on Sunday. Hopefully, uh, D'Angelo Russell is able to play. Um, against Chicago, the first of those Chicago, you know, the, the weird Chicago, is it back-to-back against Chicago? Not yes. literally back-to-back, but consecutive games against Chicago. Yeah, well, uh, that one is, at home, then one in Chicago, the the kickoff of the road trip. Um, and, you know, the Lakers will go into that game with tremendous momentum. Um, the Bulls are playing well enough to hang in, so they're you know they got a ton to play for. They won on uh, Friday night; they beat Portland, so they're still sort of in the the fringes of the Eastern Conference playoff race, just like the Lakers are. So it's Pat Beverly's game. looking to embarrass his old team, Brian. He's he's starting to talk more bleep about the Lakers uh, on his podcast. Yeah. So you know it would be disappointing to see the Lakers lose that one. Um, you know they they've really turned it around in this homestand. And have a chance to, I don't want to say give themselves breathing room. <laughs> like that's not no. going to be a thing. But, <laughs> but, but you do if you win this so game. We're strictly on Sunday, in oxygen mass territory right now. Right. There like, is no easy breathing. There, you know, you could maybe kind of sort of at least give yourself you know, a place where like the season's not over if you lose a game. Um, yeah. But, you know, just keep stacking them up, as Darwin would say. Fill up your cup, Andy, and stack it up on Sunday. Real quick before we uh, let people know who brought you this show, um, <laughs> worth it's worth pointing out. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, primary defender on Shea Gilgis Alexander. You know there were some few good possessions from Schroeder on him, a couple good possessions from Troy on him, but it was really Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt busted his ass in this game and made Shea work. And yep. that is the best that you can do. Shea did not – he had pockets of the game where he took over, but he did not take over the whole game. And, and he didn't know, like take over Josh, late, and I think that's the big thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh Giddy had his moments. Uh, you know, he had a pretty strong game. Lou Dort had some moments, but yep. Shea did team. not go crazy. good team. Yeah. Shea, and they're a tough matchup for the Lakers. Like, they are mm-hmm. an athletically difficult team for the Lakers to match up with. But just want to make sure to shout out Vanderbilt because he really yeah, worked hard. It's, it's, it is, you know, you say that, you know, Shea with 27, 27 points on 22 field goals, but he, you know, nine of 22 got to the line nine times. Um, oh, but that's just what Shea does. He is, <laughs> he could end up leading the league in scoring. Awesome. He <laughs> yes. Is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's just a good all around effort for the Lakers on both sides of the ball. Really only one quarter where they let things get loose defensively. Uh, 41 points for Oklahoma City in the second quarter, uh, but only 19 in the fourth. And that tells you what the Lakers were doing on that side of the ball. Lakers only scored, um, what is that, 42 points in the second half? 
Jesus, that's really low. Um, and managed to win the game. So, uh, again, tells you what they were able to do defensively. But, Andy, you teased it. Lock on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel. And we are down the stretch of the NBA season. Perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. A grand bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, safe, secure, really easy to use, and you can bet on everything from money line to point scores, threes drain, get a little saucy with an exclusive bet like a two-by-three, two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes, and FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. The Lakers now 46-1 to to win the title. The last I looked at FanDuel, and they're getting better odds than the Kings at 65 to 1, the Lakers could be officially eliminated from the playoffs, and the Kings could be the number one seed, and the Lakers would still be getting better odds. That's just how life works. Do not miss out on your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Lakers versus Bulls on Sunday. We'll see everyone after the game.